A few years ago, the Holy Spirit spoke these words to me. In the air. I looked that up and found it in a scripture in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Verse 13, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, concerning those who have died, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not go before them which are asleep, which are dead. There are people who belong to God who are dead and buried. There are people who belong to God who are still living upon this earth. If Jesus returned immediately this second, the dead in Christ would rise first. The ones living on this earth would not go before them. They will be taken in first. And then Jesus sends his angels to take those who are still alive and the elect of God into heaven. That's what these scriptures are telling us. And we will be taken into the air to meet Jesus. Why? This present heaven and earth will not be here. God will destroy it by fire. God has created a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness and we will be taken to that. We're going to read all these scriptures. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 16 says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. In John chapter 18, verse 36, Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were of this world, then would my servants fight that I not be turned over. But my kingdom is not of this world. Jesus comes through a cloud in the air, and the dead in Christ rise to meet him in the air. And those who are alive on the earth who belong to Jesus rise to meet him in the air and we are all taken to the new heaven and new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Second Peter chapter 3 tells us this current heaven and earth will be destroyed. 
verse 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. In Revelation 6, it says the mountains will disappear. It also says that the heavens will be rolled up as a scroll. I think this is Revelation 6 where it says it. I know the prophets talk about it in the Old Testament. It will not be here. Provision has been made by God for us, a new heaven and a new earth. So Peter says the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. And then Peter's going to tell us what we should be. Verse 13. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent, that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot, and blameless. You don't know when Jesus will return, but when he returns, we want to be found by him in peace, without spot, and blameless. Think about that the next time you're arguing with somebody and angry with them. What if Jesus came at this very moment? I wouldn't be ready to be taken off the earth. So peace is a main consideration. Instead of fighting with those people, we must learn to turn to God in prayer and talk the matter over with God because that is the avenue to peace. The Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Jesus said, pray always. Why? Because it connects us to God. So be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless when Jesus returns. We will be changed into our new spiritual bodies before we are taken into the air. We won't have these bodies that we have now because they're corruptible. They get diseases and they have various problems, emotions, various uh, sorrows, pain, sadness, tears, and they die. The body we are given will not die. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, start at verse 47. 
The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, so are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. God is a spirit. We will bear the image of God. It will be a spiritual body. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all die, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead in Christ shall be raised incorruptible in their new spiritual body, and we shall be changed. Blink. That is how fast this happens, that we are removed from this present physical body. Just blink your eyes. That's how fast we will be changed. When Jesus returns, the dead in Christ shall be raised first. Then those who are on the earth will be gathered by the angels and given a new spiritual body and raised into the air to meet Jesus and the resurrected in the air. Look at Matthew 24. Start at verse 29. Jesus says immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light and the stars shall fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. In Isaiah thirteen thirteen, he says the earth will be moved in the solar system, basically. It doesn't say solar system, but in the heavens. The earth will be moved. I had a dream many years ago where the powers of heaven were shaken. The earth slipped on its axis. People were terrified. The governments were meeting to see what could be done about this. In the dream, a man was giving a television newscast. But he got so frightened, he couldn't even continue speaking. So he just got up and walked out of the room. He knew it would affect him also. This is the powers of heaven being shaken. When the sun doesn't shine, the moon doesn't shine, the stars fall from the heaven, and the earth slips on its axis in the solar system. Verse 30. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. Now why would they mourn? Why aren't they rejoicing when they see Jesus? They don't belong to Jesus. They're going to see everything they've worked for destroyed. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all 
the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Verse 31, And Jesus shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. And at that time, the elect of God will be removed from this earth in a new spiritual body and be taken into the air to meet Jesus and the dead in Christ who've been resurrected. And they will all be taken to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Revelation 21, God showed the Apostle John a vision of this new heaven and new earth. Verse 1, John says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. There is a passage of scripture in Isaiah which tells us we won't even remember this present earth. God makes all things new. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.